Hi, and welcome to the Seven Elements of Wellness podcast. I'm Trisha Marcus. And I'm Lacey Wall, aka L-Dub. We are the creators of the Seven Elements of Wellness lifestyle routine, dedicated to helping you feel good more than you don't. The Seven Elements of Wellness are spiritual, mental, emotional, relational, nutritional, physical, and financial. And what we found is that we're all living these elements. It's how much attention are we giving each one. Because where your attention goes, your energy flows. When you combine them all and they flow together, it's powerful. This is personal development combined with an overall wellness program. After over 15 years spent on our own health and wellness journey and trying countless practices and modalities, we discovered it's not woo-woo, it's wellness. Woo-woo. Each one of us is on our own path, and what resonates with one might not resonate with another. The purpose of this podcast is to save you time, money, and energy by bringing you the knowledge and the tools that can help empower you and meet you where you're at. It's really a journey of self-love, a foundation to help you be the best version of yourself and let go of the version of you that tells you you're not. Learning to get uncomfortable with being uncomfortable and just be. Let's go. Let's see how many days in a row we can flow. Welcome back to part two of our interview with Alyssa Blue. She is a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. So we're talking all about the nutritional element today. But as always, you will see how really this supports all seven of the elements, everything that she shared. If you are just joining us, I invite you to go back one episode to episode 26 so that you can hear the first part of her story how she came to be where she is and so successful at what she does, helping so many people. So jump back to part one. Otherwise, welcome back and let's jump into part two with Alyssa Blue. We don't label anything, right? As a FDMP, I can work with anyone from cancer diagnoses, autoimmune um, to high level athletes. It doesn't matter who I work with because I'm not diagnosing disease. I'm not diagnosing anything specifically. I'm working non-specifically on every organ, cell and system in the body to build health. So it helped me come to this point in time where I've had my own personal experience of these shifts in my body to be able to then share this. And then having the engineering background to be like a personal health investigator, I am able to do this deep problem solving work where it's like I can make patterns and put pieces together in someone's life and current lifestyle and medical health history and all of these things and help make it make sense because I give their body a voice. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I like I, that's amazing. Everybody needs that to give your body a voice. Oh my gosh, I just love that you just said that. So, what advice or what guidance would you give someone who feels really stuck, who has symptoms that are not really diagnosable? What would be like a first step that that you would suggest? A first free step is going to be get outside. Okay. Like take your shoes off. Put your feet in the dirt, in the grass, in something. Just connect with the earth. Uh, I touched on it a bit in my talk as well. Like rubber soles, these things that were invented in 1960, they keep us disconnected from the earth's electromagnetic field. And every cell in our body, we have about a trillion of them, they're like little battery cells. Hmm. And we need to recharge our batteries. And there's not a better way to do it than walking on the earth's surface. And it doesn't cost anything. So 
sunshine, fresh air, connect with the earth. Those are three things that you can do. And then I think so much of what happens is we connect with other people's energy. Mm -hmm. Um, We have an energy field that extends beyond us. And this is proven in science. This isn't woo-woo. You can go into a hospital and be near an EEG or an EKG and you don't have to actually be hooked up to it, but it can measure heart rate and brain waves from eight feet away. Just, yeah, just to give you an idea, these, we have instrumentation that can measure this. So we have fields that extend beyond us. So to be able to actually remove yourself from a situation, whether you're in a crowd of people or even your family and just maybe walk outside and be in your own thoughts in your own energy field and take a moment to do some breathing. Cause when we're running fast, like mm-hmm. our body doesn't know the difference if we get cut off in traffic or if we're running from a tiger, mm-hmm. it's the same fight or flight response. And it has the same chemical cascade of hormones in our body that happen that shut down rational, rational thought and reasoning in the frontal lobe of the brain. So when we're operating from the limbic system, which is the back of the brain, it doesn't understand language. It just knows feeling, but we're not making good decisions. We're just rushing through life and just checking the boxes and getting things done without ever actually like tapping into how am I feeling? So I think a good starting point for someone is to actually just take a moment, take five minutes. It doesn't have to be much in their day. Because I hear time and time again from my clients, I just don't have time. I'm like, everyone has five minutes. Mm -hmm. You have to want to make time for yourself. So it's a choice, whether it's at the beginning of the day or the end of the day before you go to sleep at night, possibly the two best times before you ramp up the day. Take five minutes for yourself or longer if you have time. Mm -hmm. Go outside, take some breaths. And start to ask yourself those deep questions of what do I want? Or even better, how can I be happy? How can I smile in this moment? Because if you can attach yourself to a positive thought that's connected to a positive memory or feeling that can bring a smile to your face, that starts to change chemistry in the body physically. Mm. Thought into manifested physical action. Yeah, I love that. So you talked about being an overachiever and learned this concept for yourself. So what would you say to those who are overachievers that they say they don't quite have time, but even just sitting still Mm -hmm. for some people is just uncomfortable. It's like, I'm wasting my time. I'm just sitting here. And I bring this up because in Seven Elements, we talk about meditation Mm -hmm. and and we've learned that 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 can be very overwhelming. Just the word I'm sitting here five minutes. I'm wasting my time. I have a thousand thoughts in my head. What would you say to that? For me, meditation is still, I don't want to say daunting, but it's not my favorite task. Because I do like to be constantly moving and doing things um, and asking me, because meditation is to become familiar with. It's not like a brain dump, like don't think about anything. You're not supposed to have any thoughts. No, I mean, you're supposed to be able to relax into the aspect that you can be alone with yourself. And as thoughts come up, you're the observer of them and not attaching to the emotion of them. Like, yeah, thoughts are always going to come up. We're always thinking. Cool. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. If you need an action to do, you don't need to just sit with yourself like in silence and in darkness or the sunlight. But um, <laughs> I find that the breathing, like that box breathing technique that I offered in the, the actual the event that we had the other night, or there's other forms of breathing to find a focal point because you're in control of your breath. And so often when we're running around in this fight or flight state, We're taking these short little breaths. We're not actually expanding our diaphragm and our lungs. And that can create other health issues downstream because we're not oxygenating our blood and and life-giving health to our body. Yeah. So really important to come back to that. Our our prana, our breath. This is that life force energy. So take five minutes. Get out for a walk. You don't have to be stagnant. 
mm-hmm. move your body. Mm-hmm. We're meant to be in motion. So if it's doing up dog, down dog, some stretching, touch your toes, reach for the sky, bringing that flow into the body, moving the lymphatic system. Holy crap, that's huge. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be like this practice where like, oh God, it's so uncomfortable for me to just sit alone with my thoughts. Do what feels good for you. That's always going to be what I'm going to defer to. What feels good in your body and meet yourself where you're at at this point in time. Yeah. If it's one minute, start with one minute. Yeah. But just know that you're doing something for yourself because it's never not for yourself. I think we get so caught up in this nurturing, caretaking service role with our jobs that we forget about self. Mm-hmm. And if we don't take care of self, we are number one. If we don't fill up our own cup, we can't pour for others. We just can't do it. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about water because water is a big piece of health, mm-hmm. <laughs> overall yeah. health. Yeah. As part of seven elements, it's drink your water, right? Mm-hmm. Have your body weight in water every day. You had such interesting insight about water and the body and how the body utilizes it. So tell us a little bit about that. So we can go weeks without food, only days without water. I love saying this quote because it just, it's the magnitude of how important hydration is. And you know, the earth's surface is about 70% water and it correlates to the body, which is just over 60% water. Hydration to our cells is important, but drinking tap water isn't gonna get us there. So the quality of water that you're drinking is so important these days. And there were some resources that I wanted to share if people are familiar or not familiar with the Environmental Working Group. They do studies every single year on municipality water. So ewg.org is a great place to start looking at what's in your water. If you actually want to test your water, mytapscore.com offers an incredible testing uh, platform and they're constantly upgrading. There's thousands of people all over the country are testing their water so you can see in real time what contaminants are in your water and then start to make a really good decision on, on what filtration system is going to work best for you. Plastic bottles are not the answer because plastic leaches into the water. I mean, all oftentimes these plastic bottles are made, they're filled, and then they're sitting on a hot loading dock somewhere just leaching bisphenol A and whatever other contaminants were already in that filtered water source, even if it was a spring water source it's really an unregulated market. There are some companies that will publish their lab data as to what's in or not in their water. But a lot of times you just really have no idea and we're paying a premium for this water too. So not only are you paying with your health, you're paying money out of your pocket with your hard-earned money. So finding a source that's going to actually reduce the out-of-pocket costs that makes it manageable for you to afford a water system. Um, gravity water systems are, are incredible. Um, carbon block filters, uh, they're good. Uh, I would say look for something with like a pre-filter, uh, something I, I work a lot with ceramic filters. Uh, Life H2O is a company that I'm affiliated with as well. And they do, uh, gravity filtration systems for like camping or emergency situations, or you can even just have it on your countertop. It's beautiful. And it's glass stainless steel. It has a ceramic pre-filter with this has silver so that silver Mm -hmm. is actually like helps with bacteria virus particles and things like that all of which can be found in your water whether you're filling it up from a pond or a stream Mm -hmm. or it's coming out of your tap so just to have people be aware that these things are actually in tap water because we just expect it's an expectation living it's living in this country that we turn on our tap and the water is clean and safe but the legal limits for any sort of these 
fifth gen chemicals that are coming out and these forever chemicals and PUFAs on all these big words that we're using to describe these chemicals that stay in our body, they're not being filtered out. Mm -hmm. They don't really have a way to and the legal limits just continue to get changed to serve the needs so they fall within a, an acceptable legal range. So really actually being concerned about the water that you're feeding your body, what you're cooking with, what you're drinking, what you're washing with. I think that's often overlooked. What water are we showering in? Are we mainlining these toxins right into our pores from the hot water? Are we breathing in uh, chloramine gas, which is actually what chlorine turns into when it's heated, chloramine gas into our lungs? Um, and all of these things, like we're resilient. Humans are amazing. We have organs of detoxification. But how much are we consuming that's filling up our bucket? How much can we withstand? Yeah. So you have a filtration system, right? That you offer in, yes. in your practice. Yes. And I think it sounds overwhelming. Like a lot of what you were saying, it, that's a little bit overwhelming because yeah. it's like, right? It's like, I just need to be simple. I just need to turn on something and drink and be mm -hmm. fine. You've created something that is not only incredibly valuable, but it's it's simple, right? Tell us about it. It requires <laughs> no electricity, no pumps. It sits on the countertop and you put water in the top unit. It goes through the filter and it filters out clean, safe drinking water into the glass container below. So you can just get a pitcher of tap water as because we got all the tap water we need and mm -hmm. just pour the tap water into this filter and then just as much as you need at all times, just keep going, just keep filtering your tap water. Yeah, it's a tap pool, pond water. It's safe for all of the above and we've tested it rigorously to do so. Beyond that, it's going to be personal preference. Mm -hmm. You know, someone that wants a whole house system, I would support them in that endeavor just because of the convenience factor. And then we just talked about shower water, right? So mm. you have your drinking and cooking needs maybe served with the countertop filter but what what about when you go to shower so having a solution that could maybe serve all of those needs um, and you're looking for a company that has a good sediment filter I'm not a huge proponent of reverse osmosis I know a lot of people love them just because they strip all of the minerals out of the water and our body needs minerals we talk about being electric electromagnetic beings well minerals are conductive through this medium that is water so unless you're adding minerals back Back in. I'm not a huge proponent of that. And it also acidifies the wastewater stream that comes out of that. I will make a caveat though, and this is a lot. There are people that have been drinking distilled water for a long time and are huge proponents of it. And I was on the other side of the fence for a long time because again, there's no minerals in this water. If you are someone that's getting your daily dose of like healthy, fresh fruits and vegetables from a clean source as well, mm -hmm. um, you can get perfectly structured mineral dense water from those fruits and vegetables. Mm. So that distilled water would offer the ability to help the body detoxify and you can have you can have the best of both worlds. So there are options available. It's just it's a broad topic and we can literally talk all day about water and different water systems. Well, and that's that's what I mean. It's like the knowledge. Understanding mm -hmm. can be very overwhelming, but once you have the knowledge, it, oh, I get it. I understand. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about food then, because I know that's another, mm -hmm. that's that's a stressor for people. It's <laughs> like, what do I put in my body? And again, people are like, I just want to be simple. Mm -hmm. Just tell me what to eat. But then a lot of times there comes a lot attached to that as well. And specifically when we're trying to be healthy or trying to lose weight, mm -hmm. maybe just, just start with sharing about food and nutrition. Like what, what is the basics? What do we need to know? So the simplest answer is like eat more real fresh whole foods as a baseline. 
things that don't have nutrition facts panels and ingredient labels. Like you just, you know where they come from. They are not being sprayed to death with pesticides. Local is best. If you have a relationship with your farmer, even better. But yeah, really getting things that were grown in soil from the earth are going to be what the body is craving. And if you want to extrapolate it out from that, um, if there's one food nutrient I would tell people to avoid, which I'm not big on deprivation, I'd rather have substitution and add in because when you tell the brain you can't have something, your body automatically wants it more. But gluten, gluten grains, so wheat, barley, rye, and that family, I know it's a challenging one for a lot of people growing up. I grew up with the food pyramid, six to 11 servings of, of breads and pastas and like carbohydrates. We need these grains. But realistically, gluten, it, this is, you can look this up. This is in research studies. It is looked at by the body as a foreign invader, like a opportunistic bacteria. Mm. And the body will fight it as such. So it creates inflammation in the body. So any way you cut it, even if you're not reactive to it, you're not celiac, you're not uh, gluten sensitive, the body still is having a response, whether it's felt or not. So choosing a better quality grain over gluten, say like buckwheat, which is actually not wheat, um, taking consideration for like quinoa, which is a complete protein. And you can make it flavor anyway, taste like anything. And we live in an amazing time right now where there's a lot of other grain options available to us. Um, would be an amazing starting point. Eating more root vegetables, prebiotic fibers to feed the gut microbiome, which is our probiotics that are naturally in our body. Mm -hmm. It's a really great rule of thumb. And then looking for clean sources of meat. So if you are consuming meat, buying organic, grass-fed, pasture-raised, wild-caught fish, smaller fish so a lower mercury content like these are like the high points like the biggest things that you need to be looking for to get the contaminants out of the food or consume as little amount of contaminants as we can to preserve the gut lining mm -hmm. so that as far as like keeping it up without getting in the weeds yeah like those specifics are probably the most important things that people can do to be eating real whole fresh foods and preserving the integrity of their gut lining which is essentially from our mouth to our butt that tube is outside of our body. Mm. And I don't think people, because it's inside our body, but it's literally the gateway. The gut is allowing things to go into the body that are going to nourish us. And those things that are not, whether it's toxins or bacterial exposures or any other pathogens, needs to stay in that gut lining and be excreted from our body. And when we eat things like toxins, including the glyphosate that's sprayed on our food as pesticides, it starts to break down the integrity of that gut lining. And that's when we start to see issues happening weight gain, fatigue, brain fog, autoimmune conditions, this degradation of the gut lining. So that's my most important job as a teacher and a clinician is to help people repair their gut lining and get their level of health back that they deserve. Yeah. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the mind because <laughs> you made such a powerful point when you talked about you left Salt Lake City and you're symptoms started to clear up. That is super powerful. And I think I've experienced that before too, where I've stepped away from an environment and felt better, just mm -hmm. felt healthier. And of course, it's not the all answer, but it's mm -hmm. a big part of it. So one thing I noticed, it was on, I think it was on your Facebook page, you were talking about the quality of a calorie mm -hmm. and what, it, what a calorie means and what it, what mm -hmm. it is. And we're always concerned about our calories and mm -hmm. counting our calories and the quality of our macros and like all the different pieces of what we're putting into mm -hmm. our body. So talk a little bit about the quality of a calorie and how does your mindset affect 
what you put into your mouth and into your body. So I want to give you permission to eat whatever feels good to you. So we come back to this full circle thought of doing more of what feels good and not beating yourself up for the choices that you make that you might not be on your diet. Like what is this diet is like literally the things that we consume in a daily, like we've misconstrued this word diet, Mm -hmm. actually just like what an animal consumes their typical diet. So instead of being stuck on keto or vegan or a specific type of diet and weighing and like I've done all of these things too and it made me very unhappy and mm-hmm. it made me very stressed out so the biggest thing is we want to reduce stress and have more fun mm-hmm. or en- where energy goes attention flows so it's like if you want to lose weight you're not looking at like I have too much weight on my body I'm living in weight I look at that chocolate cake I'm gaining 10 pounds and you haven't even consumed a single calorie of it There's something deeper at play here. It's the resistance to something that's actually going to keep your body in that fight or flight response. Remember I said your body can't tell the difference whether you're being chased by a literal tiger, being cut off in traffic, or telling yourself that you're going to gain 10 pounds from eating a chocolate cake. It's going to physiologically respond in a way with hormone reactions inside the body. So I want to talk about, like, I want to keep it high level because I can get in the weeds here with cortisol, but this is like the hormone which creates life in the body. Mm-hmm. People are like, cortisol, cortisol is terrible. Well, without it, we'd be dead. So we need it. Mm-hmm. It's what gets us up in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's what melatonin rises. It calms to put us to sleep at night. You know, So this whole balance of having cortisol in our body is important. When we are in fight or flight, our cortisol is elevated. Here's where it gets to be an issue. It's adaptive. But if we're living constantly day in and day out in a space where our, our cortisol is elevated, that chronic condition is actually detrimental to even our muscles because cortisol in the short interim is painkilling, which is cool. We need it to run from a tiger. We need it to fight. And you feel great. Like people in the beginning of like sleeping three hours a night, I'm working two jobs and I'm doing like, they're doing all the things and they're like, I'm on top of the world. And then you see them like a year or two later and they're like in burnout. Yeah. Cause the body cannot maintain that. Think about it like a car. If you're running at red line and you never shift, something's going to break. Mm-hmm. So this level of elevated cortisol in the body will actually start eating healthy muscle tissue and will start storing everything that you are consuming as fat on the body because it thinks we're in survival mode. It doesn't know when our next meal is going to come. A lot of times that we're not eating, like people that are in a fight or flight response that are working two jobs are just running around like maniacs and like, I'm not hungry. I forgot to eat. So your body's not thinking about digesting food when we're running from a tiger. Mm-hmm. That's not important. We need to run from a tiger. It's survival. Yeah. We're not reproducing when we're running from a tiger. We're not growing hair. I talk about this a lot because all mm-hmm. of these things I see in my practice where it's like, I'm losing my hair. I'm infertile. I have extreme gas, bloating, digestive issues, whatever, diarrhea, constipation. You'll see the whole slew of all of these things, but they're not separate issues. They're one and the same. So let me just clarify that. So all of those physical bodies, behaviors, growing hair, digesting (laughs) your food, all of that is on hold because we're in fight or flight all the time. We are in a space of constantly not even, our body is not having time to even look at those natural occurrences within the body Mm -hmm. because we're going. 100%. Yeah. Because again, you're running from a tiger. It is not time to be sitting down and having a meal. It is not time to be having sex. Like the body will pump up that cortisol level and downregulate our sex hormones to basically allow for survival. We have a finite amount of energy in the body and it's going to divert those energy resources to 
fight, flight, or freeze. So if you eat a big meal, like let's say you're out at a business trip or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're go, 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 and it's like, let's go stop here and eat, eat. Mm-hmm. You eat a big meal and you go, go, go. That's why we get yeah. sick and bloated and we're not digesting because we put food in there and the body's just not ready for that. Is that? So, yeah. So this is why I thought it was so important at the beginning of the talk to do those energy exercises because it shifts the nervous system from this sympathetic dominant where we're like fight or flight, right? Crazy town to taking some breaths, closing your eyes, shutting out the external world and just allowing our bodies to relax into this parasympathetic. So even something as simple as that, you're eating out, you don't know the quality of the food. That's, this is where the mindset comes in and coming back to your question, how important the mind is as the orchestrator of what happens in the body. You calm the mind down. It sends the signals to the body. It's time to salivate, mm-hmm. smell the food. Food is coming. Like it's, it's a process. We're preparing the body to accept these nutrients. And so it has the time to relax and digest and increase your stomach acid, increase the bile production like this. There are things that are happening downstream when we're in fight or flight. We're often not even chewing. We're just swallowing things. We're wolfing them down. No other part of the digestive system has teeth except your mouth. So (laughs) chewing is really important and it forces us if we're chewing 20 to 30 times per bite to slow down into that parasympathetic to break down our food so it's pre-digested saliva has enzymes that start the digestive process so it's it is very much scientific but it's very much spiritual too so if you are just on a high level you're on a business trip you're stressed out take a few moments when the food arrives take some breaths eyes open eyes closed if you don't want to look weird to the people you're with (laughs) you can put your hands up slightly like our we are energy beings, right? So we are conductive. We're transmitters and receivers of this energy. And it's not even about like this long or drawn out prayer, but having this feeling and intention that this food that is before me is beautiful and it's going to nourish my body and I'm going to take from it what I need and I'm going to excrete the rest. That is so powerful and it's so simple to do. Again, like the tools that I like to share, they, they don't cost anything. It's just... It's us being more aware and hyper-focused about the inputs and the consumption and allowing it to flow. Wow. (laughs) That is so powerful. And I think even if like we're on a diet, like let's say we're on a diet Mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, I'm going to have this shake. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I know I've been here before. It's like, I'm so hungry. I'm only going to have this shake. It's not going to fill me up. I'm super grouchy about it. And then I am right. Mm -hmm. Like, what if you sat in that mindfulness, this is nourishing my body, this is what it needs, or just feeding yourself what what you need. Okay, let me just take it just a step further. Because what do you do when you give yourself grace for like, I really want to donate? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we get there. So I really want to donate. I really want to eat this, <laughs> right? It's like, oh, that's not good for me, or I shouldn't eat that or whatever. But come on, like we love our donuts or a cookie or something like that. Yeah. So shifting that mindset can just shift how it responds in your body. So twofold, the shake, I'm going back to that. Okay. If you are buying products that you don't enjoy, that are begr- you're begrudgingly having, your body will interpret that as poison. Mm. And it's either, what if what it can't excrete, it stores in a fat cell. Oh my gosh. If we're still in fight or flight and that cortisol level is up, it's, it's responding in a way that you, it's counterintuitive. You're like, I'm eating less and you're storing more fat. It's like, it's not about deprivation. It's about nourishment. And I feel like we've been taught 
in this country predominantly that burn the candle at both ends, like no pain, no gain. The body doesn't operate like that. We need to be like nourishing and living in more abundance than lack. So if you're hungry, eat. Choose again, more healthy, real whole foods. If you're on the run and a shake's the best choice you can have, have a shake that you enjoy that resonates with your body. Mm. Um, I have lots of great options for people. They can reach out to me. Um, you can tell them how to get in contact with me, like choices that they can try. And if it's like, I don't like the way this tastes, don't consume it. Try something else. We live in an amazing time and space where there's a many amazing products on the market that are actually tasty and nourishing. And then as far as the donut, like, yeah, this is, what are you doing 99% of the time? How are you living your life? And then the 1% you want of a donut? Yeah. Like that's the sweetness you need to invite into your life. And that's, that's a state of mind too. I want to enjoy this. So it's not about, I'm going to have the donut and then what's the blame, shame, guilt, fear. I'm going to gain weight. Like all of these awful negative thoughts, these low vibrational frequencies that we're sending out about this experience that should have been like joyful. Like, oh my gosh, I had the most amazing donut today and it was so beautiful. And like the frosting and the lady that made it was so sweet. Like all of these things that are involved with the experience and like sharing, whether you're sharing that or just loving on yourself for allowing yourself grace. Like it's not about the separation from self. It's allowing yourself the grace to like experience and explore this physical existence and this experience that we're living. Oh my gosh. I love this so much because I think we're so hard on ourselves with food and diet and, and all of it. And just love what you're eating. Love the experience. Give yourself a moment to just enjoy it. That's so beautiful and so simple. And it's free. Like you said, it's free. Right? Liberating. And we can all, yeah, it's super liberating. That's amazing. I love that so much. Is there anything else that you really want to touch upon or any, any message that you want to give to our listeners? I want to say, number one, be gentle with yourself. You are exactly where you are supposed to be. And there are no accidents on this experience. The challenges are what has made you who you are today. And you can look back just as I have and looked at all of these milestone moments where I've overcome things where, again, I thought I was going to die at a point in time in my life. And I'm not bitter, resentful, or upset about any of those experiences because it's shaped who I am today to be able to do this work. And I have this vast understanding that the universe, man, it has a crazy sense of humor. You know, if you want to go back and listen to the event about the journey that I had, even just getting to Utah the other day, (laughs) um, it forces us to, again, have this level of awareness where it's all happening for us and it's all in divine timing and it's perfect. Whether, you know, you might've gotten a flat tire on the road and it's like, man, I'm really, I missed that meeting. Well, maybe it wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. And starting to shift your perspective. So it takes us out of the moment where we're just like in it. Stop living in it and start to see outwardly beyond it because it allows more beauty to come into your life. The expectation that I used to have as an engineer, like things need to be done this way. And it was like a hard and fast rule, suck the joy out of my life. So the expectation to just live in the magic and the miracles of the day in that unknown will invite more of these beautiful synchronicities, the people that you're supposed to meet, the places you're supposed to go and the experiences that you love having, allow more of that in your life. Put that vibration out there. What do you want to feel every day and attract more of that to you? 
So beautiful. Okay, how do we find you? How do we connect with you and work with you? <laughs> so all of the resources are on Holistic Life, and I'm going to spell that because okay. it is a confusing one. So whole is W-H-O-L-E, like the body, I-S-T-I-C-L-Y-F-E for holisticlife.com. And you can see all of the amazing things that... We are doing, uh, my partner Mike and I are practitioners and we are blending both the science and the spiritual with me with the lab testing. Mike's a born medical intuitive and master healer. Um, Incredible work that we're doing in our practice. We work virtually with clients all over the world. We see people in person in Sarasota. Um, And then we have some incredible products that we've developed. We touched a little bit about the water, um, but the thing that we're most excited about is basically like a human charging pad. That's the the beautiful blending of Mike and I and Matt, all of the scientific components from PEMF frequencies to help charge the body, um, infrared heat to help the body relax and detoxify, and then energy center aligning crystals from root to crown. So it's really beautiful. It's like an art piece as well, and it's helping so many people heal at home for those that cannot, whether it's a time or financial constraint to work with us in our, in our practice, they can have this tool to help themselves up level and feel better every single day. Wow, that's so amazing. You are inspiring and helping so many people. And your story is just incredible. I I am so inspired by your story and where you've been and where you're going and the future. Any final thoughts as we we wrap up? I think everybody just needs to stop taking themselves so seriously. Life is meant to be fun and learn to play more like a child. Final thought, just have more fun and play. This has taken me a really, really long time and it's been a continual practice for me not to be so serious, but it's changed my life completely. Yeah, I love that. I think so many of us can relate to that. Thank you for being so real and so authentic and sharing your knowledge with us. It's been wonderful. Thank you for having me. This has been fun. We went deep. (laughs) Yeah, we did. It was awesome. Thank you. Hey, we would love to connect with you. We believe that community and relationships are a vital element. And when you're doing the work, sometimes it can feel lonely. It doesn't have to be. You can join us on our Seven Elements of Wellness private Facebook group. This is a group where you'll get ideas, be able to ask questions, and find the support of a like-minded community. You can also find us on Instagram at Seven Elements of Wellness. This is where you'll find out about upcoming events, look for inspiration, motivational quotes, and a lot of shares. Make sure to check out our website at 7elementsofwellness.com. Here you can learn more about our mission and connect with our sponsors. You can purchase merchandise and get the latest on local and live streamed events. Are you guys down for a challenge? We got you covered. Head over to the website for all your challenge info, purchase a lifestyle kit, or download your free checklist. If you'd like to create your own seven elements of wellness community where you live, reach out to us. We'd love to help you get it started. The Seven Elements of Wellness podcast is created and produced entirely by volunteers who are passionate about sharing this message and assisting you on your journey to feel good more than you don't. If you would like to contribute to helping us continue to bring amazing content through this podcast and community events, we would love your support. You can find us on Venmo under our business account at Life Integrated. Any donation is so greatly appreciated and we thank you so much.